All right. So what was I telling you? Um, you had asked about the, well, I was telling you about the Canada and how I had just found when I was in Canada, it was, it was quite tricky and the sales weren't even really that impressive. Um, I think the U.S. is the main market, at least to start. And, and For Amazon specifically, right? What's that? You're talking about Amazon, uh, right? Amazon uh, Canada and Amazon versus Amazon USA. Right, right, exactly. I mean, 95%, 90% of my sales came from from Amazon US. And then okay. it was just a small, small part that came from, from Canada and from Europe. And I even I even tried Mexico as well, and that didn't that didn't work as well. Okay, but I mean, it may be something for you to consider, though. I mean, you speak French. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so that I mean, it's probably not a lot of French stuff being sold in the U.S. You know, and if you could somehow appeal to the French men, yeah, that would yeah, be absolutely that, that would is be. It's just like a really really small population because it's only like the people who speak french are only like quebec and france and like the main like big markets would be quebec which is a small market and then like it's a small market of canada and then the people in quebec also speak english so there's that and then like the people in france as well they it, it's it gets really small but i have looked into it like i am considering that yeah i just wonder i wonder how how much it could could help because I had done the same thing with Spanish. Obviously, Spanish there's a lot more people to speak Spanish yeah. here in the states. But I had I had a listing in Spanish and I had keywords in Spanish. So when someone typed in you know vitamin E oil in Spanish, that okay, that, yeah. that that listing came up. So it may okay. just be something that you could do like that. Yeah. That just because someone may type in I don't know what they type in, but you would know. Um, a French male looking for these products might type that in. Yeah, make it sound sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, and, it, and, it, and it worked well. Yeah. Especially if, you know, one of the other things was, I, I think you can set your language preference on, on Amazon. I don't know if French is one of them, but I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm talking about in the U.S. You set your language preference, it would definitely default to you if, if the language was in I mean, if the listing was in French, you know? Okay. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, because in that case, I wouldn't want to put it, all the effort into launching into Amazon Canada and then have to relaunch to Amazon USA just to get these sales. I would rather just, you know, the audience I'm building, my closer friends, uh, like my audience at the moment for my personal brand and uh, the, the business page is mostly people around, you know, Quebec, Montreal, and so for it's possible that for a pre-launch, I could just do the pre-launch using Shopify, but then do like a bigger launch just directly on Amazon USA. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Than... Yeah, I think you would use your, I'm thinking that you would use your, your network there in Canada to kick off the initial sales and maybe get user-generated content from them. Yeah. And testimonials and things like that but the big kickoff would be in the u.s because yeah. it's also it you know sending product to cam to, to canada can be expensive the yeah. customs and things like that 
So I just think, I think U.S., if you had to focus on one thing, it would be on U.S. And yeah. and you could you could run all of, and I mean, focus on Amazon U.S. And then you yeah. could just make the Shopify, perhaps just your Canada for your local family yeah. and friends that are buying, you could, you could use Shopify for that. Yeah. And if I have the option to like, like maybe lose money, but like offer Canadians free shipping from Amazon USA, that might also still be an option because of course, Canadians, we can also shop from Amazon USA. It's just, there's the whole conversion thing and yeah. something is more expensive, but I'm sure there's a way around that. Yeah. But yeah. Well, really is uh, USA. Yeah, I would say so. I don't know about the offering the free ship. I mean, you would just have to see how much it costs, I guess. It just seems like it would be quite expensive. Yeah. Quite expensive to do that. It would almost be better, just depending on what you would be charging for the shipping, because we would we could mail the stuff from the U.S. to Canada for you, but it may make more sense for us to send you, you know, some in bulk that you would, yeah, that you would fulfill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I mean, I don't, you wouldn't want to fulfill the U.S. orders, but I think the Canada orders... It, there, there could be a lot. I just don't think there will be a ton of them, and you might be able to handle that yourself. Exactly. So it's like for Canadian orders, I could just receive in bulk and find a way to ship them out myself. And then for U.S. orders, I can deal with, uh, you know, I can have you handle it. Right. Either us it. or Amazon FBA. Yeah. Send it to Amazon FBA USA, and that uh, that definitely sounds like a solution. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, uh, one thing I was uh, thinking about, um, like it's something that Ryan mentioned in one of our calls. He was talking about um, uh, asking manufacturers whether they, like for the formula development, what happens with the ownership of the formula? Uh, does do, do they give it to you or do the manufacturers keep it? Or is there like a fee to sell the formula? Yes, that a lot of people are asking me about that lately. Um, it's interesting. I need to find a way to work that into my um, the stuff that I put out there. It's perfect. Um, so the formula itself, the recipe itself, does belong to us until and you have exclusive rights to it while you're manufacturing with us. But then, if you want that formula and you want to take it somewhere else and and have that manufactured somewhere else. The fee is $10,000 to do that. But it's yours as long as you are with us. No one else is going to use it. It's proprietary to you. And um, and and we don't have to worry about that because you're going to stick with us the whole time exactly. and, and until you sell your company and whoever you sell your company to will continue to work with us. So mm-hmm. we won't ever have to worry about that $10,000. Or when you're selling $300,000 a month, $10,000 will be something you'll give us as a tip one time for Christmas. Exactly. Christmas bonuses. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So, uh, okay. Yeah. That's really cool. Like I, I don't, like you said, it's like, I don't think I will need to keep looking at other manufacturers, like take the formula. I mean, like I said, it's like, if I sell the business, that's like a whole different thing. You know, people who want to like, uh, bring down costs, like change manufacturers and stuff, but that's like, like, way far out <laughs> yeah yeah are you feeling stuck now at all uh, am i feeling stuck now honestly i think so so far as like uh, starting the uh like the business and building the content filming the content posting it and like the whole process of uh building a business uh my 
where I was getting stuck was simply just contacting manufacturers. Um, I it, it was simply like a mental blockage of, oh, like contacting manufacturers and, uh, you know, are they going to take me seriously? And are they going to like, you know, what are the challenges I'm going to have? And it was more yeah. like a either fear of failure or fear of success, whatever it was. But I delayed uh, contact emailing you for like a very long time. And then I like one day I just said, OK, let's just just do it. Um, so so other than that, that was like more of like a mental hurdle. And it was almost like imposter syndrome. Um, other than that, it's more about uh, figuring out uh, the finances, which I'm not worried about at the moment. I, I know I have like ways to gather the money and just have my own savings, too. So currently there aren't uh, many hurdles I'm seeing. It's more about I want to make sure I'm documenting the process and which is why I was like super open to filming this. Yeah. Yeah. And there's you're intimidated by emailing me. There's is there anything that I can do to make people not feel intimidated? Maybe um, this, you know, maybe this recording or something might help, you know? Like Yeah, absolutely. So I mean yeah. I actually have the website open because I was looking up uh I was looking at it and uh like there isn't uh there's only like a few pages. You but said I, you're looking at what? What are you looking at? The website, your website. Oh yeah, I remember I was looking at it even after I emailed you, and I was trying to see like what, uh, you know, what services you have, and I didn't find as much information on it. Um, but I think it has more to do with like uh showing like on like the main page, just showing like oh we're here to help you like start from scratch and do everything because I know it's written somewhere. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't. Uh, I think it was like in services or some other page. Um, but honestly, I, I think like after I emailed you, I, I think that was, that was just more of a mental hurdle for me because after I emailed you, you replied, I think you were one of the first ones to reply back, uh, you know, on a, a Saturday or a Sunday. So after that, I think it seemed, uh, it was like, I didn't feel nervous anymore. Yeah. I, mean, I was nervous at the beginning of this call as well. I think you can tell from my, my voice at the beginning versus how it is now. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't notice that you were ner nervous. Maybe I'll go back and watch the thing. No, you seemed great. It seemed just perfect. I can. I know that it can be a little bit intimidating because I don't know. You think you're talking to somebody in a suit that knows what they're talking about, and they, like you said, are they going to take me serious? And I know because I that was me too. But I just try to keep it on my end. I think I just try to keep it light and and chat with what I know, you know, and and try to make you feel at ease. Yeah. Um, I guess one of the other, like, if I'm thinking about just in terms of like the manufacturing and the product development, sorry. I'm uh, the only maybe worry I have on my mind uh, is more about like the licensing and the FDA stuff and the NHP stuff. Because so that, yeah, that's like one thing that I have on my mind, because I know when it comes to like sunscreen, which is considered a natural health product. And I don't know if like the FDA is going to cause trouble and stuff. So. Uh, that's definitely something that's on my mind. If it was just like a purely cosmetic thing, uh, I know it's like a lot easier. But because I want to integrate uh, SPF in it, that is like uh, something I have on my mind. Yeah. Have you considered not introducing the hardest thing the very first with the very first product? Um, yeah, I mean, like, I like after learning about all this licenses and stuff, I I did 
think about it maybe just like, even just like a few days ago i was thinking about like what if like if it's too big of an issue could i get like rid of the sunscreen and yeah that is a possibility because it would still like the the moisturizer the morning moisturizer would still have like the retinol and the vitamin c the hyaluronic acid so it would be like it would still be good enough as like a moisturizer great, but then yeah. leave, like, like the sunscreen is a really important step because that's what protects your skin from sun damage yeah because yeah. it's like 80 to 90 percent of signs of aging are simply caused by sun damage yeah it's like the number one thing we need to be using yeah have what have i'm not trying to convince you not to do it I'm just talking um have the people that you've talked to about it or maybe you could talk to people about it and see how important that is to yeah. them because it may be more important to you than it is to them yeah but i understand sun yeah the sun is just wreaks havoc on your yeah. on your skin like a couple of things people have told me about like sunscreen is like like they just don't use sunscreen because like they either like it's it's either like they find it's too many steps like oh moisturizer and a sunscreen like it doesn't make sense to them or it's they don't like how it feels like they put on the sunscreen and it's either like oily or like it leaves the the white cast or something yeah. so, and actually for men it's like if you have uh, facial hair like a beard or something you don't want uh you know some white stuff stay staining your beard yeah yeah for but, sure uh, chemical sunscreens and it also works with uh darker skin tones because um you know physical sunscreens like zinc zinc oxide or whatever yeah it, it always shows that you have some like something white on your face even at like uh you know my skin tone which is like tan yeah 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 no it definitely is it does add a lot of of challenges mm -hmm. for sure um and but those people who said they don't even worry about it you know, I'm wondering if they would care if it if it wasn't in there, and and you could consider coming out with a second version. You know, I had a moisture. I had two, one with and one without, just to give people the option. Okay. Um, and but I came out with them both at the same time. I just I'm just a little bit concerned also about the you know you talk about the the health product in Canada yeah. and what all that entails, and so. It may be worth thinking how you can at least start easier and not harder. Mm -hmm. Does that make things yeah. harder on yourself? Yeah. Although it's possible that, you know, it won't be an issue when you're just starting off really early. You know, it may be one of those uh, problems that like people like the government or whatever looks into as you grow. And considering it's the like you're manufacturing from the United States, maybe the laws are completely different. And so I can sell something that's manufactured in the states without an nhp license to in, in canada i think the nhp license is something for manufacturers in canada but like i said oh. like i look more into it and i'll keep you updated too yeah yeah but yeah and then, and then check on amazon either i think you could reach out to someone on amazon do you have an amazon account yet by any chance yeah i do yeah i think you could reach out to their support and they might help or you could even create a listing because um, someone told me about this trick, but I've never done it before. You create a listing, but you don't activate it, but but you have all of the information there. So you would put the title in SPF 50 and tell about the product, don't activate it. But then the bots still crawl it and then they will let you know if there has a problem before you even go, go live on it. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's something you could try just to see if you get any flags or if they're asked for anything or 
you know, yeah. and, and the, I don't think that the people that bought my SPF are still selling SPF where I would check. I, I okay. think they, they stopped it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, like in terms of like a product with and without, it could be like, you know, the day, the daytime, which has an SPF. And then if you're using a nighttime cream, it doesn't have an SPF, but it still has the other ingredients like yeah. retinol and vitamin C and niacinamide maybe. Um, yeah, exactly. Except if you're not going to come out with the SPF at first, then you wouldn't want to call the other one a night cream. You'd want yeah. them to use that during the day. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah, it's simply something I'm going to look into and uh, learn more about. Um, you mentioned like the, since you mentioned like having an Amazon account, I was wondering, like, I recently learned about something called, um, well, it was a meeting with the turnkey. Do you know the company? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it was a meeting with them and they're talking about how it's really important to get um, something called brand registry or brand registration. Uh-huh. Um, in like, so that you have more, so you can create better listings and stuff. Uh, is that something uh, you know about or you've done in the past? Yeah. So brand registry is, it's, it's really important. It's almost mandatory nowadays. Yeah. But so in order to get brand registered, you have to have a trademark. And yeah. then once you have the trademark, then you apply for brand registry. They want to see a few things, you know, like make sure it's a real product and all that yeah. painful stuff. But but you just have to do it. And yeah. then it gives you access to different features. It gives you access to some really great reporting. It gives you access to the enhanced brand content and A-plus content. And I think it gives you access to the Vine program. So and it one of the reasons that you have to have it is because uh, let's say you start up this, you know, Sigma vanity and then you aren't brand registered, then somebody in six months from now comes and says they want to be Sigma vanity and they get themselves brand registered, then you can't use it anymore, you know, and you have all you you're the one who did it first. Yeah. So yeah. they actually own the brand Sigma vanity on on Amazon. So yeah, it's really, really important to, to have. And it just gives you access to some features that you that you would definitely want. Awesome. Including, okay. including video. You know, you can't have video on um on your listing unless you're brand registered. Okay. Like those short videos with the along with the product images? Along with the images, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, going further into that. So like the trademarking, do you have experience? Uh, have you helped brands uh, done their trademarking or like the, is the trademarking um, like have you prepared the documents for trademarking a brand or like a product? I I, ha I have well when I say have that have is in, in quotation marks all of this is part of our done for you service as well but there are a la carte I guess you could get a la carte stuff okay, okay. and so we have a patent attorney that we work with to do it so I haven't done I haven't written the stuff personally because uh, I don't know how, um, but our trademark attorney has and does. Okay, all right, that's good to know. So, because uh, when launching in Canada, if it's just using Shopify, then it's not going to be an important thing. But uh, when I want to launch on Amazon USA, that's definitely something that I'm going to have to look into and get everything trademarked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And another reason for the um for the pre-sales you know if you can yeah. if you can get people to give you money ahead of time you can get them to fund all this stuff for you yeah absolutely 
So yeah, the pre-sale strategy is something I'm looking more and more into because everybody's like, yes, absolutely. Everybody that has some experience, uh, they're all saying, yeah, absolutely do pre-sales, get the money so you can like reiterate, improve the formulations, have money for the patenting and everything. So um, I'm going to lean more into that. Yeah. Are you, you, you said you're documenting your journey. Are you doing it every day? Uh, not every day. I mean, whenever I like, cause I'm also like a full-time university student in engineering. So uh -huh. whenever I'm working on the business, so whether it's like sending out emails or like having these calls, uh, whenever I'm working on the business, I try to record a little something. Yeah. Okay. No, that's great. That is great. But as like, uh, as the manufacturing like process gets started, it's going to be a lot easier because then there's going to be the constant communication, uh, showing the samples, showing that I've contacted manufacturers, sharing like parts of this video. Uh, there's also just going to be like sharing just behind the scenes, uh, the mental hurdles, uh, sharing like skincare tips. So it's, it's going to be a lot more content going out and also uh, emailing the email list that uh, that is being built along the the way for the pre-launch. Yeah. And how big is the email list? Uh, so far, it's just like about um, like 20 people. Yeah. Yeah. But Ryan said, like, as long as you have like 100, 200 people, like you'll be good to go because that, uh, especially if you're using Amazon, like getting like 50 to 100 sales on the first day gets the ball rolling. Right. Yeah, no, it's so true. And how are you collecting those email addresses? Um, so in the in all my social media, I have a link in the bio that goes directly to the squeeze page. And so it's just like a simple squeeze page. Uh, like the headline is get Hollywood celebrity skin for busy men in just one step. And those are a few bullet points and collecting the email for pre-launch. I got it. What's that website? Uh, it's launch.sigmavanity.com. Launch.sigmavanity.com. So you can... Got it. How'd you come up with Sigma Vanity name? That's the brand name, Sigma Vanity? Uh, yeah, that's the brand name so far. So Sigma is like one of like the meme terms for like, you know how there's an alpha male who's like at the top of the hierarchy. And then there's Sigma male who is like, who has the characteristics of like an alpha male, but is outside of the hierarchy. So it's more like the loner wolf, the lone wolf, the, the introverted masculine man. Um, and vanity has to do with just, you know, taking care of appearances. So it's supposed to be a bit of like a, a like a joke, you know, like vanity. Like we don't, we're obviously not vain, but uh, it's to make sure we know we're talking about appearances. And also like having an engineering background, uh, Sigma to me, it also means like having the sum of everything I've learned about vanity or improving your appearances um so sigma vanity is the sum of everything i've learned about improving your appearances and helping other people do the same oh wow so there's an alpha male and there's a sigma male that, yeah so like yeah so it's like there's a whole hierarchy with like you know the beta male the alpha male and there's like a bunch of memes on that and on like tiktok sigma the sigma male is somebody who's like um he's more of, of like the lone wolf he's not like the the frat king or the party guy or everything or whatever he's like the guy who's just you know on his own path doing his own thing you know uh building his you know getting in shape uh going out having a bit of a social life but he's more of an introvert mm. but he has the qualities of an alpha male he's just not part of like that same group i see does the sigma male get the girl absolutely yeah he does and he's sigma fine he's fine talking to her and all that or yeah. guy he's fine talking to yeah. guys and girls yeah exactly so i mean that's the whole uh it's also part of like where the brand will go because i'm 
I guess like I am that Sigma male. Yeah. So like engineering, uh, introverted guy, but also very social, confident, able to talk to girls. Um, good. At, you know, I have improved my appearances. So that's part of the story about showing how I went from, you know, a skinny fat guy, uh, not as good looking, didn't get attention from girls, but I was what's a skinny, what's a skinny fat guy. A skinny fat guy is uh, when you're when you're skinny, so you don't have muscle. Like you, you don't have muscle, but you also don't have abs. So it's like you may look like a skinny guy with your shirt on, but then if you take your shirt off, you, you have a bit of a belly. <laughs> a skinny fat guy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Yeah. So it's like if you're just skinny, you're just like you know you you don't have muscle, but oh, you're probably so skinny you can like see your abs. And that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Okay, good. But Thanks. if you look skinny in a shirt, but you take it off and, oh, it looks like you're out of shape, that's what skinny fat is. Because then you have to lose fat and gain muscle in order to, like, get to, like, a fitness model physique. Oh, I see. Okay, so you used to be skinny fat. Yeah. And then this is a transformation that, unfortunately, you didn't document, but you could start now. I mean, I do have, like, pictures, so it's, like, I didn't document it, but I do have, like, pictures and some videos of all of that so because I remember like years ago I I had heard of the idea of like documenting and maybe sharing it but so I was like okay I will like you know take pictures and videos of where I'm currently at so that when I'm better I can show the change so, yeah it seems like a great it seems like a great story and um and the skincare line would play in perfectly to that especially yeah. since there's the stigma sigma male thing and you're the perfect geek that yeah. found the right way and you know yeah. smart but can talk to girls and all that stuff you know that that people would love and so it's not necessarily a skincare brand or it could be a skincare brand yeah. but it's more of a sigma male brand yeah that's the whole that's the larger vision if i'm i'm getting like like passionate thinking about this but like the bigger vision is that it's it's a lifestyle brand it's for the man who wants to live that maybe bachelor lifestyle that maybe playboy lifestyle but in an ethical way and um he wants to do like live that bachelor life but in an efficient way he doesn't want to be spending time taking care of his skin spending time like picking out outfits and what clothes to wear and you know how to like decorate his bachelor pad and all of that so it's definitely something that can grow more into just like the brand for the sigma male yeah yeah, right. no, for sure. Focused on skincare because then it just becomes another, you know, skincare brand. Like, you yeah. know, rather than just coming out with, okay, a morning cream and a night cream and a serum, and then you're back into the whole idea of, well, now it's just a skincare brand. It's not really like the 80-20 approach to, like, you know, improving your life or improving your lifestyle. Yeah, no, it sounds so much. And you get, you light up more when you talk about the, the big idea than just the skincare yeah. part of it which yeah. is a it, it's a good thing it sounds good and i'm sure there's plenty of people out there that you know you're it's i had never heard of that term before but it's good because there's the i can't andrew tate out there right yeah but there's not i don't know because i don't follow it but you know yeah. there needs to be some like anti-andrew tate but not anti but you know what i mean like a little like a normal person that treats women well and yeah. then calls his mom when he needs to, you know, like that yeah. guy that's just not like, oh, this like, bitch is here to do, what, you know, you know, yeah. like unnecessary. Like you listen to I, it and you're like, that's a little bit. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll give you like a small example of like, it's really for me in my mind, it's 
like the ethical playboy. It's, yeah. You know, a lot of my friends, the guy friends, like they'll call girls like, oh, like, uh, oh, let's go get bitches and stuff. And I like, I can't even call girls that. For me, it's like they're women, they're girls. I talk to them respectfully, but yeah, my friends do still think that I'm one of like one of the best at getting girls, but it's not because I'm like toxic or I'm like insulting them or degrading them. I just respect them, but I have yeah. to build the confidence to treat them like human beings. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. And, and I think that message needs to get out there because it, the one that, you know, it's the Andrew Tate that just sucks all the oxygen out of the room yeah. and it's, that's not, that's not healthy. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, clearly like, uh, I think I can, feel the energy too i'm just more like passionate about like this this larger vision but the skincare is one step towards it yeah yeah no it sounds great it, it sounds good i mean you have to come out with something but the audience that you're building is it a sigma male audience yeah so it... the headline is usually like it's for men for for busy men who want to look attractive that's what the headline is so far like so like if you're a busy man, you're an entrepreneur or you're a professional, you're you're busy, you're doing things with your life, but you want to improve your appearance. Um, I may make it more specific to like men who want to for busy men who want to get girls or for busy men who want to attract women. Um, it may go more towards that. But for now, it's for busy men who want to look attractive. Here's the 80 20 approach to improving your appearance. Yeah, I um The. Does a Sigma male know who he is? Uh, some of them may know, but maybe I will need to talk about it. But um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like Sigma male is getting like very, very specific. But it can also just be starting off with like you're a busy man, like you're doing things with your life and you don't want to spend 30 minutes working on taking care of your skin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking you say you, you, you're shying away. It seemed a little bit from the, um, being very specific, but you know, the riches are in the niches. And so a Sigma yeah. male is very specific, but there's yeah. plenty of Sigma males out there for you to go after that would make you millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. If you wanted to focus in on them because they know who they, I, I don't know if they know who they are, but, yeah. but it sounds like they do. And you could just call them out. Look, the busy guy who wants to look attractive is not very specific. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's a little bit broader. Yeah, yeah um, I get it. The Sigma, the Sigma guy, you can call him out and he would know who he is. Or you could do one of those call outs where you identify a problem someone doesn't know that they have, you know? Yeah. Like like some sort of some sort of quiz or something like that, a quick question quiz that identified what kind of male you are and then and then you have some recommendations for them if they fall into the Sigma male. You might be a Sigma male if, you know, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Gives them make some, yeah, that's me. I've never even heard of that. You know, I think that that seems like more of me as well. Like you respect people, you treat them how you'd want someone to treat you or how you'd want someone to treat your daughter. And uh, and I think the women appreciate that. Um, and so, I know, just something to think about. Don't be afraid to yeah. get no, super I niche. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to do that. Like when I make another, I'm going to make another short reel uh, soon talking about who this brand is for. And in that, I think I'll be able to go more into detail about like, this is for you. If you're, a, you consider yourself a Sigma male, or you don't know you're a Sigma male yet, but you're a busy man who's maybe a little introverted, 
he's not the life of the not trying to be the life of the party necessarily but you still want to have a social life you still want to look good you still want to attract uh attractive girls and get into a relationship maybe or yeah. maybe you want to live a bachelor life but you're a busy man you want all of this and this is for you this i'm here to help you get all of those things without wasting your time yeah yeah no that sounds good it sounds really good sigma male they care how they look fashion wise too uh they could absolutely they um, could, yeah. for, me, it's, for me it's like it's the more um it's not like the street look for me it's like, like a little more classy but with a bit of an edge you know yeah. maybe i'll suit i'll wear a dress shirt but i'll have my earrings on which adds a bit of edge to it like people if i just wear a suit i'll look like a totally regular guy but with the earrings it has a bit of an edge like i it stands out a little bit yeah you know, having a bit of jewelry makes you stand out so for me that style is more like the european a little more classy uh maybe dress shirts with a few buttons open a nice suit uh dress shoes rather than like uh, air force like jordans and uh i don't know like colorful oversized hoodies and all of that stuff yeah so it's yeah. a specific look and i think i will be pushing that yeah no that sounds great it sounds really good you're on to, you're on to something there for sure yeah because it's something i don't really see around anymore um if 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 i open up a bit more like one thing like something that i related to uh recently a lot is i was watching this documentary on the playboy magazine the hugh hefner and his life story yeah and his vision at, in the 1950s was very similar to that when he created playboy magazine it was simply because he wanted a magazine that was for the urban male uh but like talking about like the complete aspects of it like having uh, okay so at the time they had magazines for like truckers and oh like farmers and like the rugged uh, the rugged male working on cars and you know talking about guns and going for golf and though that type of male was there there were some magazines for them but there wasn't a magazine for the urban male who you know might work a job wear suits and wants to have you know nice things in his house and uh, and one aspect that was missing from magazines at the time was also that you know as men we're also sexual beings and we're attracted to women and so that's he he created a magazine that that related to this this urban male this modern male that had all of these interests so you know in 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 fashion uh so he would talk about fashion he would talk about cultural issues he would talk about uh you know women just you know like the whole centerfold thing and and i realized like that's kind of what sigma vanity is it's just it's for the male the modern male who wants to live that potentially want to live that bachelor lifestyle but wants to do it in the modern way the ethical way being open and honest with people and wants to do it in an efficient way. Maybe yeah. doesn't have to learn about everything about skincare and learn everything about fashion and learn everything about, you know, setting up a bachelor pad uh, and wants to be guided through that. Yeah. No, it sounds, it really sounds great. It sounds exciting. You seem like the right person, the right person to do it. The guy that will throw on a necklace and some earrings and then and still get the girls you know and yeah. and is geeky with yeah, the exactly. engineer i'm a complete nerd i'm an entrepreneur i read books i, I code <laughs> i program so it's uh it's like for me like it's i don't want to sound narcissistic but it's like to me it's like the best of both worlds it's, yeah. you know I get to enjoy the things i enjoy my nerdy my geeky uh interests but i also get to enjoy what like you know 
a party a party boy or like the alpha male gets to enjoy so yeah. i get to, i get both of those things yeah yeah and not looking for the one night stand necessarily uh yeah that sounds great it sounds great well i will leave you to it then so you because you got some thinking and some recording to do yeah uh because even when you're not recording about skincare you could be recording about sigma males which you should be doing because to quote from Russell Brunson, if you make a video or a recording every day for a year, you won't have to worry about you'll never have to worry about money again. So I'll yeah. let you I'll let you digest that. So that's what I'm doing. It'll be fun to not have to worry about money ever again. And so you just record. Record yourself going and sitting in a geeky electrical engineering class. And yeah. then the next day you put on that hair care products, whatever you use to have that look of yours and whatever you know just do it and then folk will be like dang i want to be that guy <laughs> yeah all right thank you so much for this all righty i will get call. these recordings to you to use however you see fit i don't think i said anything inappropriate on there i cursed but i, I didn't really I, curse and i, I was i was saying what other people say you know that's okay that's yeah that's, that's what i said too i said other guys call girls yes yeah. so yeah we could say but, that. Um, we're like yeah. the opposite of the alpha males, like defending our use of a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> when they yeah. just say it and don't care. <laughs>